welcome to episode 21 of The List Makers. I'm Dave. And I'm Rob. And once again, we are taking a randomly selected topic. We are each making our lists. We're going to compare them. We're going to talk about them. And we're just going to have a chat about them. And today's list topic is Top 5 Regenerations. It is, Dave. And you know what? I think today, I've said this in the past, but I think today we'll have the most snaps we've ever had. I've got exactly the same note here in my little <laughs> sheet here that I think we could have. It would not shock me if we had three, four snaps this time. Wouldn't shock me if we had five. <laughs> I reckon four is the max, but yeah, it could surprise us. And look, there are reasons for that, which we will discuss as we get into the more loose part of this chat. Mm-hmm. But the first thing we do is we make our lists. Robert, it's your turn to go first. Okay. Your top five regens. Let me blast through this, Dave. In at number five, Planet of the Spiders. I think this is a really beautiful regeneration. Pertwee doesn't overdo the lines. He he had to face his fears. The TARDIS brought him home. All of that. And then the bugger dies. Or at least is so far gone that he can't trigger his regeneration. So he would certainly die without help. So for the third time running in the series, we have a different kind of regeneration. The first one was just old age and wearing thin. The second one was forced. Now this third one, he's stuffed. And a dude has to kickstart his heart, to paraphrase Motley Crue, and off he goes again. So that's a very good regeneration, I think. Nice. In at number four, Legopolis. Following on from my previous thought, here we go again with a fourth take on regeneration. Similar to Pertwee, an otherwise fit and healthy doctor has taken a hit and needs to regenerate, but this time around we have the Watcher merge with him as part of that process. Never done before, never done since. I really like the funereal tone of Legopolis in general and the Watcher making these appearances. It's like death following you around a bit just before you pop off. And I also like the regeneration itself. The music is iconic. And the dialogue is absolutely iconic too. People still quote it to this day. In at number three, Night of the Doctor. Another regeneration, another take on it. This time around, the Doctor really has died. No fake outs, he is dead. And if he didn't crash near the Sisterhood of Khan, he was gone for all money. But they've brought him back to life, and in those few minutes he has to choose if he wants to regenerate. And if he does, what does he want to be? And we get the line, man or woman, as well as a bunch of other choices, all subtly foreshadowing that one day we might just get a female Doctor. I still think this is a lovely episode, or lovely mini-episode at least, Dave, and no wonder people have been wanting a McGann series of shows ever since. In at number two... Time of the Doctor. Of all the modern regenerations, this one gets me the most. There's a wanky speech. Yes, we often talk about wanky speeches on the podcast. But of all the wanky speeches, it's a good one. It's not tenants. I don't want to go. It's not Capaldi's <laughs> never eat pears and children. Oh, children can always hear your name. You know, it's none of that nonsense. It's really good. The the breath on a mirror analogy for life. The I'll always remember when the doctor was me meta sort of line. And then Amy comes in to cut Clara's grass. I don't even like Amy yet when she walks down those stairs and cradles Smith's face. I think, oh yes, this is really beautiful. I love it. And finally, in at You're number, number one, one, the Caves of Androzani. It was never going to be any different, Dave. My first three picks highlighted that although we would say to a, a not we, well, you see the Doctor regenerates when he gets injured and becomes a new person. This Davo to Colin regeneration is the first time that actually happens 
in the sense that we most think about it. I mean, again, Hartnell was old age, Troughton was forced, Pertwee and Tom had some kind of help. This time, the Doctor takes a hit, and it's like, okay, time to regenerate, and he does it on his own for the first time. So that's really notable, I think. And I also think that coming after a cracker of a story and doing it to save his companion just feels so right, you know, for, well, at the time at least, the youngest and the most dashing of the Doctors. Of course he'd do that for his companion. No question. That's my top five, Dave. That's a very cool top five. Thank you very much. It's not exactly my top five, but there is some overlap. Oh, how many did we get? We got three. Three! Oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see which ones were in common and which ones are different. And in fact, therefore, which two I picked off that you didn't. Mm. Uh, and that will be revealed very quickly, at least in part, because at my number five, I have a new one. Okay. And that is the most recent regeneration, the 13th Doctor in Power of the Doctor. Oh, great. Okay. Now, I was looking at where I could go with this number five, and there were a number of options there, not a huge number, but a, a few. And I just thought, actually, I think of all the things in Power of the Doctor that in 5, 10, 20 years' time we look back on and really enjoy. Yes, there's going to be the appearance by the old Doctors. That's going to be a big deal. We're going to remember the performance, particularly Sophie Aldred uh, and William Russell coming back. Those will be big moments. But I do think that... Jodie Whittaker's regeneration will stand the test of time because I think they get it absolutely right. The The build-up to it is quite lovely. I do like the eating ice cream, looking down at the earth moment. I think that's a really nice moment. But then that beautiful imagery as she's out on the coastline there, the rainbow, the sky, the pull-out, and just that, that really underplayed Jodie Whittaker-esque final lines. No big dramatic speeches, nothing wanky. Just tag your it. I just think that's a really nice way to do it. Understated works for her, and I think it's a really good regeneration. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four is the Eighth Doctor in the Night of the Doctor. Ah, <laughs> yes. Now, very obscure because it actually, you know, obviously was just on a little mini sewed on on the internet. But I think it just suits McGann really well, and I like regenerations where there's a build-up to them thematically. And I think you've highlighted that as well, Rob. Mm. And even though we've only got a few minutes of build-up, the whole episode is about the Doctor trying to sit out the time war, realising that morally that is perhaps not the correct thing to do, that you have to actually get involved and stand up against the injustice that is the time war. And that leads to the theme of his regeneration. And the physician heal thyself moment, I think, is really strong. So that is a worthy number four. Great. Number three is the third Doctor and the Planet of the Spiders. If you talk about thematic regenerations, that entire build-up over the course of the story about the Doctor having to pay a price for his greed and his indifference that almost becomes callousness at times, I think is really important. The way that he has to go and face his fear, the foreshadowing early on in the dialogue in the Tibetan lore about how you have to become a new man... I think it's all sort of so wonderfully done. But mm. then when Pertwee falls out of the TARDIS, you're right, he, he does actually die. He's, he's, he's past the point where he can regenerate. He gets that wonderful line about the TARDIS brought me home. And then all through the Pertwee era, we've had this sort of, this running line that he says about tears? While there's life, there's hope. Yeah. And his last line is, while there's life, and then he dies. And I think that just is such a wonderful way to do it. So I think that's a really strong regeneration, even if it's probably the weakest from the point of view of special effects. 
Yeah, true. Uh, and it would have got higher on my list had it not been just a very badly done rollback and mix. Yeah. <laughs> Number two is the other one that wasn't on your list, Rob. Okay. That is the Ninth Doctor in Parting of the Ways. Oh, sure. Yeah. Once again, we are talking about great thematic resolutions to an era. This is an era all about a Doctor who is scarred because of the decision he had to make, who is doubting the decision he had to make about how he ended the Time War. And at the final end of his life, he gets to make the alternative decision and look a different way. And I think that's really, really important. And then you get the moment where he's about to regenerate and that final line, you know, his tag's been fantastic, fantastic. And then he gets that moment of, you were fantastic. And you know what? So was I. And I just thought, yes, you were. You were fantastic, Doctor. It's really moving. Again, it's not a great big wanky speech. It's just a few really cool lines. Eccleston plays it well. And for the first time, we get the modern regeneration effect, which, look, I'm a little bit over it now and have been for quite a while, frankly. But when we saw it for the first time, wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, My number one. Okay. The fourth Doctor in Legopolis. Yeah. For all of the reasons you said. There is a build-up over the course of that story, and in fact, over the course of that last season of Tom Baker's, where, as you said, it just gets darker, more funereal. The TARDIS is starting to fall apart. The Doctor is starting to fall apart. And then you get the Master coming back, his great enemy. And it was said, you know, the fourth Doctor was so big, he could only die by saving the universe. And he does. He regenerates by saving the universe. But look, I can only repeat what you said, Rob. The music there, that score is iconic. That score is fantastic. The pan down, down into the Doctor's face as he's lying there broken on Mm. the ground. All of the lines, it's the end, but the moment has been prepared for is a classic, possibly the best final line of any Doctor. The effect is fantastic. It just works so, so well. I think it is the perfect regeneration. That's why it was number one on my list. It made number four on your list. We had three snaps. Wow, Dave, your list. I'll tell you up front why I didn't pick Eccleston. Yeah, please. When I watch that back now, I love Bad Wolf Parting of the Ways. Draw a line under that, full stop. Yep. I love that regeneration on the whole. Do you know what knocked it off the list? No. It's the line, and it's almost it almost comes across like a dad joke to me, where, where Billy's like, you know, I'm, I'm burning up, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling so great. And he's like, you look like you need a doctor. And it's, <laughs> it's like almost a dad joke or something from a 70s Bond movie. And that line, <laughs> I just, I feel like if I'm going to show this to someone, I should hit mute or something on the audio when that line comes on just so they don't hear it i'm almost embarrassed by that line the rest of it i think is brilliant but you look like you need a doctor i I, i'm not into that bit dave that's what that's what knocked it off my list that's really interesting because i don't even remember that line particularly it doesn't stand in my memory so there you go well maybe your memory wiped it out because it's so cringe it's very possible it's very possible um, one that you had on your list, and at number one, in fact, that I didn't have on my list, and again, I want to talk about why, mm. is The Caves of Androzani and The Fifth Doctor. Oh, yes. Now, much as you said with Bad Wolf Party of the Ways, do I think that The Caves of Androzani is a fantastic story? Of course I do. If we were doing regeneration stories, absolutely it would be in my top five, but we're doing the regeneration itself. Mm. And I've got to say, whilst I like the build-up, 
whilst I like, yes, the fact that the Davison Doctor, you know, having having had Tom sacrifice himself to save the universe, you get Davo sacrificing himself to save one person. Yeah. And I think that's a really, really cool idea. But I actually don't like the regeneration itself. I don't like all the floating companion heads coming up with sort of, you know, lame little lines. I don't kind of like the whole master thing. So, yeah, that, that sort of has never really worked for me. Mm. And okay. so for that reason, I, I, I don't rate the regeneration. As I say, rate the story, but not the regen. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'll, I'll say there is one part of that regeneration that, that always confused me, and that's like he's got the milk. Why doesn't he take a swig of the milk and give a swig to Perry before they leave the caves? <laughs> in- yes. Instead, it's like, well, I, I don't know. Maybe he was just in such a rush. He, he thought, well, I'll just carry her all the way back to the TARDIS. Then we'll have the milk. And then, of course, they have the accident. There's only enough left for her. That that always used to bother me as a kid. I was like, no, take take the milk first. <laughs> then, then maybe, you know, because it seems to act pretty fast. She could maybe have been up and on her feet and run back to the TARDIS with him, you know. Yes, in hindsight, that would have been a smart thing to do. Mm, mm, but we, we, won't, we won't go down that rabbit hole any further. No, but a rabbit hole I do want to go down, Rob, is when I was putting this list together, as I usually do with the list makers, I sit there and sort of just brainstorm a short list of what are all the things that might make the list. Mm. And, and often there's sort of six, seven, eight, nine of them, and I have to cut them down. This time, though, I realised that although we've had, well, we're now under 14 Doctors there aren't nearly as many actual regenerations and there aren't that many that are particularly amazing. Mm. You know, Patrick Trout has a really good final story, a really good final episode, but he doesn't actually regenerate on screen. He just sort of gets sent off to have his forced regeneration done. Um, I think that the heart of the Trout, and whilst a really amazing moment, there isn't a build-up really across the story. It doesn't have no. that thematic sort of thing. And it, it is, at the end of the day, just a very 1966 technology fade back and mix with the white light. Yeah. So, you know, it's not that amazing. Colin doesn't get one. Well, not a proper one. Um, I mean, there, there is the big finish sort of one, but, you know, still what you see on TV is is, is it. And it's not great, you know. And it's Sylvester not McCoy. No, Sylvester McCoy looking like uh, which one is has the curly hair? Harpo Marx. Yes. I think it's Harpo Marx. Yeah. Yeah. So you know that's the case. I I don't think that McCoy's is particularly great. I I do like with McCoy's the fact that this big arch manipulator doctor, and particularly if you've been invested in the Virgin New Adventures and all of the stuff that he does, Times Champion, all the rest of it, and and, and then he dies because he just accidentally walks out of the TARDIS at the wrong moment and gets mm. shot. And, and mm. then, you know, he can't control the fact that the doctor's poking around in his two hearts. I, I, I like that, but he doesn't actually regenerate at that moment. And then you sort of just get this moment of... um gurning on a on a tray in, in the morgue and, and you can tell he's regenerated because Paul McGann's face is not nearly as flexible as Sylvester McCoy's. <laughs> exactly. Um, so look, there, there aren't actually all that many. Now, one you called out in your list as being an anti-pick yes. was Tennant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that I don't want to go line. I just... It... Uh... How do you how do you put it? It seems so. I I, I understand it. You know, he's he's enjoyed this life, etc. He doesn't want to go. I mean, I, I guess many people feel like that when they are actually dying. You know, you, you don't want to actually die. You want to you want to see tomorrow. You want to see what happens. You don't want to die. I get that, but 
it comes across as so almost cowardly. I don't think cowardly is the right word, but it's the one that's in my head at the moment. It's, it's, oh, it just didn't land with me at all. To me, it comes across too much in a knowing sort of fourth wall winking at the audience fashion because it doesn't sound like the 10th Doctor. It sounds like David Tennant and it sounds like Russell T Davies. Got it. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Well, let me throw you at my pick of Matt Smith and the line I do actually like when he even looks at the camera and says, I'll always remember when the Doctor was me. I love that line, Dave, but that is exactly the same thing at its core. Yeah, and I think it does work better in Matt Smith. I'm not a huge fan of the, the Smith regeneration because um, the, the, particularly the bit with Amy cutting Clara's grass, as you say, that, that doesn't sit for me. And I think the speech is a little bit too long. But I think the Tennant line would work better had it been a quicker regeneration. And if there was this real sense of sort of hopelessness and helplessness and he, he was sort of almost at that planet of the spiders, Legopolis place of mm. I'm so far gone and there's nothing I can do and I don't want to go, but I've got no choice. But when he's just spent 15 minutes sort of going around the galaxy to go and say goodbye to all his friends in the cast, yes, <laughs> I, I, I don't think it really comes across as quite that urgent and quite that difficult for him. And I think that whilst I appreciate that they're saying goodbye to an era and I, I get that, I don't think it kind of works with the regeneration. Yeah, because that would have given, you would think, a sense of closure, that getting around the universe. And I've I've seen everyone. I've looked them in the eye. They know that something's up and I'm going and, you know, I've done all that. <sighs> I can now do it. You know, I'm at peace. S- so it doesn't work. And, and maybe even if, you know, his last line to Wolf as he goes away to regenerate is, I don't want to go. Then he goes and gets and sees all his friends and comes to peace. And then his last line is something like, now I can go. Yeah, yeah, better. Yeah, okay, well, we've just rewritten Tenant's ending. There will be fans out there who will be absolutely appalled at the sacrilege of changing one of their favourite regenerations, but look, that's where we landed, and we've made some lists with some uh, snaps, which is always fun. I was going to say, I I know, you know, fan reaction, literally, there are fan reactions on YouTube where you can watch it, Tenant regenerating on the left-hand side of screen and the fan reaction on the right-hand side of screen. And people absolutely bloody love that moment, Dave, and the tears just fall when he says, I don't want to go, but, mm, yeah. Look, and that's perfectly reasonable because I feel the same at Tears, Sarah Jane, when there's life, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. I feel the same. So, you know, different doctors hit you for different times. And we said it before... It probably depends on how old you were when you saw it the first time. Precisely. But that's enough of regenerations. It is now time to reach into Turlo's Hat of Rassilon. Mm-hmm. And uh, we do need some new topics for here, ladies and gentlemen. So please do send some in. Yes. And our topic for next time is another biggie. Uh-oh. Top five New Who stories. Oh. Oh, wow. Okay. This will definitely be a big shortlist I'm going to have to whittle down. Yeah, me too. <laughs> But that's for next month. Until then, I've been Dave. And I've been Rob. And we'll make some more lists soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.